Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Yeah, it's 19 minutes away from 8 on Bears and Izzy for breakfast. And I'd, I'd love to hear from you this morning. 0800 150 We've still got Sam Whitelock and Izzy coming up. We've got Izzy talking about Argentina and what they like to play after this or not too far. So stay tuned for that. But it's good to get some text through on double eight double three. Good luck with the op on foot today, Izzy. You'll be sweet, bro. That's Jim Tamuka. Appreciate that, Jim. All the well wishes in the world to our guy Izzy who's just going under a little bit of surgery. But we will um we're sure he'll be A O K. Right now it is eighteen minutes away from eight. And this weekend, wow, we have got an absolute rip snorter. It is proper spring racing in uh, Australia and certainly down there in Melbourne because they've got the Maccabi Diva Stakes, the Group 1 race, and it is stacked with chances. And, of course, across the day, I think you're probably going to see some horses race that will go on to have amazing careers. Ayrton is on the cards, and so is a colt called Artorius. And our next guest knows all about that. Brad Taylor is the racing manager at Friedman Racing. He's a great Kiwi and he joins us on the line now as we do our Waikato Stud Racing Preview for the weekend. Morning, Brad. Hey, Louie. How are you? Oh, I'm great, mate. It's awesome to have you on the show. Look, I, I, I watch from afar and see what you do over there and I think you're a, an awesome Kiwi doing good things, so it's great to catch up. Yeah, always good to chat. Beautiful. So it's a big weekend. Does it really feel like when these big Group One days come across that come over that it is spring is truly here, and and that's kind of like racing such a part of Australian culture, right? So it almost is a change of the season. Yeah, it certainly gets very exciting at this time of the year. You know, it starts for a big start of June. You get the good horses back into the stable, and it gets all very exciting. And you know, through the depths of winter where it's just about as cold as New Zealand over here, it's um, you know. It's feels like it drags on, but once you sort of get to the last weekend of August where those good horses start to step out, it um, gets very exciting and the, the excitement only builds over the over the next month or so until we get to the big big races and um, no, it's, uh, it's a good day, sad day and, and certainly um, we've got some nice chances, so it's all very exciting. 
Absolutely. And, and look, this this spot here is uh, brought to us by Waikato Stud, your source for a racehorse. And, and I've got Aegon that goes around in the Group 1. You guys don't have anything, I don't think, in the Group 1, but you've got some absolute astounding horse flesh on display. I'm uh, really curious to hear your opinion on Artorias because in Race 2, I mean... He, he just looks special. This colt looks special. He didn't quite flash home and win, although the track condition probably playing against him or track pattern playing against him last start. But can you tell us about this flying arty colt and how exciting he is to have in the barn? Yeah, he is very exciting. He's a, a very talented horse. He's um, all busy, still very green. Uh, you saw the other day when the, the horses come out underneath him, he still wants to run away from them and, and do a few things wrong. But um, certainly tomorrow getting to getting to Flemington and, and stepping up to the 1400, you're going to have to go back and watch his win at Sandown over 1300, but he's going to appreciate the 1400, so we're, you know, the big spacious track of Flemington certainly going to suit him, probably better than Caulfield, you know, he has won a group one at Caulfield, but um, the long straight here at Flemington certainly going to suit him better, he takes a while to warm up, and once he gets going, he's got a, a pretty lethal um, finish on him, so um, we're certainly excited, um, you know, he has to obviously carry a, a bit of a weight penalty having been a Group 1 winner, but um, he deserves it. And, um, yeah, he should be very hard to beat tomorrow. Yeah, you'd think so. dollar seventy or thereabouts, so he's shortened. And I can't believe they opened him close to about $2.50, which is kind of insane money if you think about what he did last start, what he's done in his junior year. Um, when you get a colt this exciting, it comes with pressure. So as a racing manager, how do you block that out? Or as a stable in general, I mean, I'm sure you've done more interviews on Artorias than you would just any other horse. And I, there comes a, does the pressure come? I guess that's the question, Brad. Oh, probably not more for me. They're pretty, my part of the job, you know, the race, picking the races out and that sort of thing, are pretty straightforward for these sorts of cults. It's probably more on Sam and Anthony's head having them, you know, spot on for the day, but Anthony's been doing it for a number of years and he, he, he doesn't feel the pressure too much having trained a lot of good horses over his time. So um, I'm probably in a very lucky position to, to you know, be, be led by Anthony and, and he doesn't feel the pressure, so that sort of rubs off on the team. But, um it's, it's more exciting for everyone, you know, it's easy to get out of bed and you're, you're looking at these horses and um, looking after them and, um, you know, we, we get up at some stupid hours, but um, it's all worth it when you win the big races. Yeah, that's right. It's just like us, mate. We get up at these stupid hours, but when we get the big guests on, it's um, it's all worth it. So it's very, very similar. And look, you've got a few different juveniles. I, I saw Argentia. Um, she, she came up a bit lame, but uh, Zuzarella, the Cambridge stud filly, she, look, last weekend or was it the weekend before? That feels like a million mile, a million years ago. No, it was last Friday. Uh, I tipped her out for a place and I got absolute assholes from Baz and Izzy because they were like, come on, mate, don't be weak. Take her the win. I thought the place was good money at about $2.70. She got the drifts again, but then she just turned up and, and showed a clean pair of heels. How exciting is the Cambridge stud filly and why does she keep drifting, Brad? Oh, there was a lot of chat about our other filly, uh, Argentia. She's she's very good, but um, we worked them on Tuesday morning, not together, but the same rider rode them, and he he couldn't really split them. We did have a slight concern about um, Zuzarella just at the 1200 again, but um, we thought she might be just looking for the 1400 second up, but she wasn't. She she sprinted really well, and um, she's certainly a top class filly, and, and she's going to take a power beating in a thousand guineas. Um, you know, she's going to run again in, in two weeks' time at Sandown, step up to the 14. Pretty much like a tourist, she's really looking for that 1400 now. She looks like a, she looks, she's a big rangy sort of filly that's going to appreciate the step up to a mile when she gets there. So 
Um, it's all very exciting with her, and um, you know she's she's the filly to beat now. Obviously, Agenti is now out of the spring, so um, yeah, it, it's probably to be fair to the to her. It's not a, probably a vintage crop of three-year-olds over here in Australia this year. Um, there's no real, you know, she's been the standout filly, and behind that, it's sort of just an even bunch. So um, if she can just continue to take the right steps over the, sort of the next four weeks towards the thousand guineas, she's going to be very hard to beat in a race like that. Hey, Brad, before we let you go, we've spoken a lot about the racing industry in New Zealand of late because we couldn't get up racing. Level 4 was too restrictive. It still is up in Auckland, so we won't see racing here until we move down the alert levels. You know about us, and, and of course your, your partner Jane as well does a superb job on racing.com. You guys are great Kiwis, but you've been in the Melbourne and Australian racing industry for a while now. Are there, look, I guess, are there major differences on towards the attitude to racing in Australian society? Do you feel like is it just a different level of how much they consider it part of sport and culture? Yeah, I, I, I guess punting's not frowned upon over here. You know, you get people that sort of the TABs in New Zealand sort of it's sort of um, how do I explain it? People are frowned upon going into a place like that. Whereas over here, you you know, everyone has a quaddie on a Sunday, a Saturday afternoon, like. Quite often I go to the local footy on a Saturday afternoon at halftime of the footy, everyone brings, has the form guide in the back pocket, brings it out and is going on their phone putting a, a quaddie on while the second half's on. So, you know, it's a very popular thing. You know, now sports better brought, brought out a sort of a bit with mates groups and God, there's thousands of groups of people just punting all together. I know like I'm in five or six with mates and, you know, everyone's part of it. Everyone wants to have a bit on a sad day and, and, and loves it, whereas probably it doesn't have that uh, following in New Zealand. Um, and that sort of just helps with everything, you know, the popularity of it. It gets in the main, you know, the mainstream media a lot more over here. And, um, you know, they probably celebrate their champions a lot better over here than they do in New Zealand. But, um, you know, things are starting to probably improve a bit in New Zealand. Obviously, I've been away for four or five years now, but... Um, from the outside looking in, it looks like it's it's starting to improve, but um, you know it's always going to be hard to compete with Australia when they're they're running for the prize money. They do, um, you know, you only got to look at you know, our sort of maidens on a on a low level day. They're still running for twenty five thousand. Where you know they're struggling to run for that, and on a sad day in New Zealand, so um, it's you know it's always going to be very hard for Australia to, and New Zealand to compete with Australia. But um, you know the mentality just needs to probably change in New Zealand and be accepted as part of culture and like it here like it is here in Australia. I think you're right. I think it is starting to change. I feel like there's been a kind of a groundswell of positivity and, and that culture change in the last couple of years. So I think you're right on your observation there, Brad. I'll let you get back to it. It's a busy morning over there, no doubt, and a busy weekend. Thanks for your time this morning doing great things and we'll catch up again soon on SCNZ, eh? All good, Louis. Thanks for the chat. No worries. Waikato Stud, home of champion size, including Savabil and Ocean Park. And we thank Mark and the whole team at Waikato Stud for supporting us, letting us do a racing feature each Friday on SCNZ. That was Brad Taylor, who works with the Freedman Stable over in Melbourne, talking about the very exciting Artorias going for a run around at Flemington tomorrow. It is eight minutes away from eight. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.